The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to all sports talk. A football Friday. That means the coach, Preston O'Neill, is here. Preston, how are you? I'm doing great, Monty. Good to be on here with you. And uh, as we head into the Conference championship weekend and coming out of the rivalry weekend, exciting time in college football. We got the state championship this weekend, so quite a bit going on. A lot going on. Um, did you have a good Thanksgiving out in Oklahoma? I did. Uh, ate well. It was great to have all of the uh, uh, family members that we could get there. And, you know, my dad got to spend some time with his, a couple of his great grandchildren. So that was pretty cool watching all that take place. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, where do we begin? Let's start with the Blue Raiders. Let's start. Uh, the Blue Raiders, um, never pretty. You never know. But to their credit, uh, they found a way to win. Uh, looked like they was going to kind of run away with it, but uh, FIU kept battling them and battling them. And next thing you know, you need a pick by Jacoby Marshall. Um, a pick six, a young man that redshirted last year, signed out of Tullahoma, really a really good athlete. And um, so uh, he got conference player of the week, defensive player of the week and all that. And more importantly, uh, MTSU closes the year with three wins to go to seven and five, and now they're off to Hawaii. Sounds like a great place to spend a week. Or five days, or however long they get to stay, money. Yeah, I think they're leaving the nineteenth. They play the, of course, Christmas Eve, and you know, not not fan friendly at all, being on Christmas Eve. But um, you know, if you're a player and you're, you know, you know, if I'm not playing in the Final Four, I'll take a trip to Hawaii because most of them, most people don't ever get the chance to go there. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but, you know, and it, depending on when you get on the plane to come home, I know when we went over there in 93 and, and played Hawaii, uh, we, went and, we went and toured the Arizona uh, Sunday morning and then caught like a four or five o'clock flight out of Honolulu. Uh, and then was in the office watching the film at 10 o'clock Monday morning. So <laughs> it was not a pleasant trip. No, it wasn't. I remember that game. You jumped up 14 to nothing. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. 
then it did get a little ugly after that. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, you know, like I said, you ought to go to a bowl game every year. There's plenty of opportunities out there, and you know, I'm not really trying to poo-poo the bowl by by any stretch. Just that, you know, I want to see middle. I think most people would like to see middle get back up where they're really fighting for a championship. You know, they took care they took care of the teams they were supposed to beat. You know, they beat Miami who they obviously they were a huge underdog to. They beat FAU who they were an underdog to and beat them convincingly uh, to the point that Willie Taggart's no longer the coach there. Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of surprising. Yeah, 15 and 18 and uh no longer there, got beaten overtime, and then next thing you know, he's out. So, um, but you know, uh, middle is where it is. I mean, facility wise, no, they're not that great. Uh, you know, they're they're taking steps to rectify that, but well, it's a you know, it's long been said college football's an arms race, and uh, you're always keeping up with the Joneses and. You know, you get one thing done, and you're you're. It seems like you're behind everybody else in your league when you get that done. Well, mighty nobody in the league has unlimited resources. So when they make a commitment to upgrade, uh, you know, in most occasions, uh, it won't be a year-to-year redo. Uh, and all the schools in the conference have, uh, and even those teams that left have upgraded their facilities. So we're behind in the orange race and beginning to take some steps to, you know, update the facilities and be more competitive. So when it's all over with and we get that done, uh, we should have one of the newest uh, facilities upgraded in the conference and hopefully uh, with all the changes, uh, very competitive in our amenities for recruiting athletes to our campus. You know, um, the um, conference is going to have such a totally different look next year with all the teams, you know, exiting uh, Conference USA and new teams coming in like, you know, New Mexico State, Sam Houston, Jacksonville State, Liberty, um, I think it'll still be a nice, viable league. I mean, you still got, you know, Liberty, although they do lose their coach, Hugh Freeze. Um, I mean, that that's going to sting some. But if you look at Liberty across the board, they have so much money there. Uh, I mean, they're they're fighting for championships in every one of their sports. Correct. You know, so... That's a very good addition. Then you still got Western. You still got La Tech. You still got Middle. Um, FIU, you know, FIU came on, won four games this year. I wouldn't have given you a plug nickel that they'd won more than the one they had when they beat Wagner in overtime. So, And then you got UTEP, too. So, you know, it's a, it's a viable league. It's obviously not as good as it is right now. Um you know, when you talk about losing who they're losing, plus having already lost a Marshall, uh, but that's just part of the uh, ever-changing 
landscape of college football right now. Yeah, and Monty, when we, you know, middle and uh, western, you know, left the Sun Belt and headed over to Conference UA, that was a that was a step up. And over those years, uh, the Sun Belt has changed drastically, adding some very competitive programs uh, and become, uh, you know, a, a more competitive conference. Uh, and, and everybody thinks that, you know, uh, the Sun Belt is a premium conference to Conference USA. But if you go down there and compare the records, they look pretty similar. And then when you have head-to-head battles, uh, it's about 50-50. Uh, and, you know, everybody's raving about, you know, Appalachian State. They were four and four in the conference. Yeah. So, you know. Well, Troy and Coastal that, Troy and Coastal are playing for the championship, and Coastal just got taken to the woodshed by James Madison last week. James Madison is the conference champion. <laughs> yeah. They got the best team over there. Yeah. Uh, they, so, just don't, they just don't get to compete in a bowl game or the championship this year in their transition year. Yeah, in their first first year. So Liberty will be a nice addition. I'm sure they'll hire a quality football coach. As you said, they got plenty of money over there. Uh, and they've got a competitive football team, uh, along with the other sports. So, you know, they're going to continue to be competitive. Uh, you know, Sam Houston has been competitive uh, in the uh, in the one double A. Coming on, I believe they're an independent today uh, and moving up. So that ought to be a nice addition to the West. New Mexico State, I think, is just a pillar. You know, they're, <laughs> they're not a lot to say that, they, that what they bring to the conference other than we got another number. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll bring they'll bring some cachet though in terms of men's basketball. Right, right. Well, I'm not that familiar with and, that. And typically, oh. and typically baseball. So, um, you know, there'll be pros. You know, there's always yeah. a pros and cons. In New Mexico. Yeah. Um, but the name of the conference is Commerce USA. So, you know. Well, that's true. A um, couple interesting things. Um, Trent Dilfer, Dilfer reportedly whose team, by the way, uh, Lipscomb McCaddy play, playing CPA for a state championship tomorrow, reportedly is going to UAB. Brian Benson, who was took over as an interim coach, you know, the, uh, they went 6-6. Six and six. A lot of um, pushing for um, by the players for him to be the named the head coach. doesn't appear that's going to happen. So it'll be interesting with Dilfer coming in with no college experience. There's been high school coaches before go on to coach in college. and um, um, But you'll be interested to see uh, how, how that move affects the portal for them. Right. Well, I think, you know, money with everybody, it's like, okay, what are you getting out of the portal? Mm-hmm. Clemson is one of the only teams that – you know, he's not real excited about getting in there and recruiting everybody else, to my knowledge. And has been, you know, Dabo's been uh, outspoken about it. So that's not one of their recruiting strategies, or hasn't been. But everybody else seems to be, uh, you know, very active in seeing what's out there and what, what, what uh, what's available to enhance their teams. 
you know, the sad part about it is the largest majority, like 80% of those guys that get in the portal, don't end up with a scholarship offer uh, to, to leave and go somewhere else. You know, all we hear and what we talk about is, uh, you know, the guys that are uh, making an immediate impact. So, you know, I, I would hope that anybody that's considering that is doing a lot of research before they jump in the portal and say, here I am. You're listening to All Sports Talk, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building, is an upscale boutique thrift shop. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name-brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. Learn to make money five ways with rental real estate. Double your money with apartments and get your map to financial freedom. And that map starts with a free workshop. Sign up now at lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the Join Free Workshop tab and attend online or in person. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Lifestylesunlimited.com. Again, that's lifestylesunlimited.com. Limited seating, unlimited potential. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Um, your thoughts on Dilfer going to UAB, Preston? I think that's an interesting hire. He's obviously, you know, came in a beat successful. Uh, coaching uh, at the high school, it'll be interesting to see how they adapt recruiting-wise. To me, that's the hardest adjustment. He played in the NFL. He had a college career. But he doesn't have any experience in the recruiting world. I'm sure he's going to hire people that are uh, highly qualified. But, you know, to me, that's where, you know, coaching football, I'm sure he's capable of that. Dealing with the athletes, you know, he, he's got plenty of experience of, of dealing with people and handling those duties. Uh, 
But handling the recruiting as it stands today, probably as complicated as it's ever been, and more more in depth, and you know, trying to get kids to commit at the earliest possible time, along with managing the the portal uh, situation. So you know, that to me would be the things I'd want to watch and see what uh, how he adapts to that. Um, another coach moved. Deion Sanders reportedly offered the job at Colorado. Can you win at Colorado again? Used to be able to. Uh, you know, their in state's limited. They've been known to, you know, when they were in the Big 12, they'd go to California, bring those kids in. Uh, now that they're in the Pac 12, competing against all those guys, I think that recruiting is a whole lot more difficult. Uh, but, you know, Monty, we take a look at Utah that has basically the same type of stuff going on. Uh, and they do a tremendous job selling their campus, uh, the activities around the campus, and bringing kids in from all over the country uh, to have that experience. You would think that uh, the people in Boulder would be able to, you know, to match that to uh, uh be competitive in the computing in the computer world, and you know we're talking about that and all that other stuff. But you turn around and you look at what Josh Heupel's done in two years at Tennessee. He's taken a program that was broken, uh, bad reputation, had one, and had a buku of coaches that couldn't win, and turned them into a national contender in two years. So a lot of that's through the portal. So I'm not going to say that. It can't be done because it is being done in a number of places. Uh, but I tell you, it's an uphill climb. Yeah, there's one thing about Utah too. They've they've had great stability with their coaching staff. Yes, they have. And Colorado has not. You you can't really put a price tag on that. I don't think. No, no, you can't. Uh, you know and. Whoever you look, what Jim Moore has done in a year at Connecticut to me, that's the most amazing job in the country. Yeah, I mean, they were as rock bottom as you could get. Yeah, and became bowl eligible and beat Liberty to do it, I believe. Yeah, it was a week after Liberty beat Arkansas, right? Um, well. Looking at the um, the poll now, um, Georgia, of course, won, Michigan, two, TCU, three, USC, four, Ohio State, five, Alabama, um, six. So that, that that's pretty well it's pretty well etched in stone. If one team loses in that top four, Ohio State's going to jump back in, and then if two lose, Alabama could jump back in. But, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know. You know, TCU, if they lose, you know, a three-point game or something, they may stay ahead of may stay ahead of an Alabama. I don't know. But uh, Ohio State certainly didn't do themselves any favors because, you know, you're only as good as your last game, and that was a big egg laid by them, and, and they have no way to make up for that egg. They're, they're through playing. Well, there wasn't any question who was the best football team on the field. They manhandled them up front in the offensive line. Uh, 
a yeah. lot of questions about whether they could uh, compete you know, to run the ball like they like to do to establish the run. Uh, but into the second half, there was no question they were winning the line of uh, winning the line of scrimmage. Oh, no doubt. You know, they matched them with the big plays. And then, like you said, uh, it, it, it almost mirrored last year's game. You know, when it got into that second half, Ohio State didn't, go, didn't like getting beat on as much anymore. And, you know, you had a backup running back, what, had two huge runs and, what, a 200-yard day. Uh, they flexed their muscles and, uh, as they say, broke their will. No, no question Ohio State was not competitive and that Michigan, uh, as you said, broke their will. They grinded them on the line of scrimmage over and over again, pounding them, and made them put their tail between their leg and run. It's kind of nice to see a team like, you know, I'm no big Harbaugh or a Michigan fan, but it's kind of nice to see in an era where everybody's throwing it, you know, 50 times a game. At the end of the day, it's still about what goes on up front, and if you win the battle up front, you can take away a lot of that passing by just unmercifully running the football down their throat. Well, all those guys that run these offenses will tell you, they have, you know, if they're successful running the ball, it makes the offense go. So, everybody wants to establish the run. They just, today, they have more options in the pass game. And they consider those three and four yard short passes, you know, a, a run. I don't particularly do because that doesn't put pressure on the front seven of the defense physically pounding them in a run game. So uh, I'm too, besides the fact that former Blue Raider Greg Pollard's son plays at Michigan, uh, I too enjoy watching them play. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Did not know that. Well, um... Research, money. Oh, that's, that's just... That's invaluable on show prep right there, Preston. Of course, you happen to know Greg pretty well, so, you know... Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, you know, Heupel, uh, you gotta give him credit... For this, I mean, that was devastating what happened to them the week before. I mean, I mean, they didn't seem to have it all right there laid out for them. But, boy, did they come out and take it out on Vanderbilt. You you never know would have known that team was coming off such a devastating loss. Well, let's give South Carolina credit, too, because they turned around and beat Clemson. Yeah. We, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they, they came and played with an attitude. Uh, they weren't moping around about poor pitiful us. We lost our playoff berth and got beat by, you know, South Carolina. Uh, we're uh, we're going to play with a chip on our shoulder and uh, get back to scoring a bunch of points, which they did, and Vanderbilt never had a chance. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back and. Chip Walters will give us the Blue Raider Insider Report.
When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It looks like there's been a crash north of town. Boy, is it crawling on 24 westbound in Briley Parkway. That's jamming up all that traffic, trying to get back up towards Jolton. Uh, also, a lot of folks are using that route to get back towards Clarksville. Again, a wreck out here north of town has got traffic at a almost standstill on 24 westbound in Briley. Heavy on the south loop. It's picked up with that traffic also on 40 out through Mount Juliet, Wilson County, but at least it's still moving. Nash Painting Services all in Middle Tennessee. Check them out this weekend at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> I, 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 I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and what a day at Murphy Center yesterday as the Lady Raiders soared past Tennessee Tech on Education Day. They dominated defensively, twice holding Tennessee Tech under 10 points in a quarter on a Thursday morning as the Lady Raiders soared past the Golden Eagles 83-45 at Murphy Center. It was the largest margin of victory for MTSU against Tennessee Tech in 84 games played in the series against the former Ohio Valley Conference rival. Middle now 4-2 was dominant in the paint, outscoring Tennessee Tech 38-14 inside to set the tone offensively for the route. 
The uh, Lady Raiders used their superior size to their advantage, out-rebounding the Golden Eagles 38-23, scoring nine second-chance points on the offensive glass. Turnovers were also key as Middle took advantage of 17 Tech turnovers uh, to score 24 points off of those turnovers. After trailing by one at the end of the first quarter, the Lady Raiders took a 39-27 lead into the locker room at halftime, buoyed by a second quarter where Middle Tennessee shot 9 for 11 from the field and held the Golden Eagles to just 8 points in the entire quarter. Middle was a perfect 15 of 15 from the foul line in the game's first 20 minutes and ended up missing only two free throws all day. So now what's coming up? The Lady Raiders stay in the glass house for a huge weekend matchup with a top 25 number 18 Louisville on Sunday at 4 o'clock. And the game will be on ESPN Plus and, of course, on the Blue Raider Network. You can always follow Lady Raider Basketball on social media, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Blue Raider men returned home yesterday and are back on the practice floor for their matchup with Maryville College that will be at 2 o'clock on Saturday. We'll have that broadcast beginning at 1.30 p.m., tip-off at 2 o'clock for the Blue Raiders and the Scots. It is a game to get uh, set up for a lot of big non-conference games with uh, a road game at Belmont and home games against Chattanooga and Murray coming up in the next three weeks. So looking around Conference USA, two games on the schedule tonight, Southern at Louisiana Tech, Appalachian State at Charlotte. Tomorrow, you've got Northern New Mexico College at UTEP, and Omaha will play at North Texas. On the women's side, tonight, you've got Western Kentucky at Ball State, Kennesaw at uh, Florida Atlantic, and TCU at Rice. Tomorrow, you've got UAB at Western Carolina, Alcorn State at Louisiana Tech, and North Texas at Oklahoma State on Sunday. Kennesaw's at FIU, UTEP at Air Force, and of course, we mentioned Louisville at Middle Tennessee. Football note, as the Raiders continue to prepare their preparations for uh, the trip to Hawaii to take on San Diego State in the Hawaii Bowl, Middle Tennessee quarterback Chase Cunningham was named a semifinalist for the 2022 Comeback Player of the Year Award presented by the College Sports Communication Communicators, formerly known as COSIDA, in association with the Associated Press and the Fiesta Bowl. The award recognizes a college football student-athlete from all divisions of college football to overcome injury, illness, or other circumstances. And we all know that Chase uh, had a torn ACL a year ago and missed the final five games of the season and has bounced back with an outstanding year in 2022. All right, that's it for today. We'll have uh, Blue Raider basketball tomorrow, women's basketball on Sunday, and back with another update for you coming up on Monday. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. 
I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-804-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. All right, Preston, um... And, you know, com- coming out of all this, might get a uh, UT-Clemson matchup. That would be that would be uh, very interesting. It would be very interesting. Uh, you know, Tennessee will be uh, – Tennessee could end up in the orange, and they could end up in the sugar. Yeah. So, uh, they've got a really nice – you know, they've upgraded themselves from being at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, which is a nice place to be, but being in Dallas in January is not always pleasant, uh, as opposed to being in New Orleans or Miami, get a chance to have a little better weather, Yeah, especially in Miami. So uh, they've got two good options. They've had a great year, and the balls travel really well. So, you know, they'll be an attractive team or any bowl that – they, they, they just had to go to. They'll really travel well this year because it's been a while since they've been in a big bowl. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there were some good games in the SEC last week. The Egg Bowl, uh, Thanksgiving night, 24-22, Mississippi State over Ole Miss. The Pirate finally got Kiffin. Oh, what a nice, what a beautiful game. And what a heck of a finish. I mean, the guy makes a great play to slap that ball uh, on the shuttle pass. Missouri closing strong, 29-27 over Arkansas. That team got better. And what is it about Missouri? They always seem to get these linebackers or defensive ends that you see in the NFL. They have a good knack at recruiting at those positions. Money getting great skilled people uh, when you're at the bottom part of the league is, is a lot more difficult. Than recruiting some of those other guys, and I think most of those guys are local. So I mean, they got a great place to go recruit in St. Louis, East St. Louis, Kansas City, you know, where there's not an abundance of players, but an opportunity to uh, to re- recruit in-state guys uh, that you know that are maybe Missouri fans all their life. So uh, they have an opportunity to be more competitive. The question to me is, how about Arkansas? You know, they had a really good year last year and just can't seem to put it together uh, to win back-to-back games or to get on a streak. Uh, just a really difficult time for them this year. Yeah, I don't think their quarterback was very healthy the whole year, and that limited him in some regard. But, yeah, they were missing something this year. Uh, yes, they were. Florida State, 45 Florida 38, the most points ever scored in that rivalry. That was a pretty entertaining game in its own right. 
Florida State quietly winning nine games this year. Yeah. And can you imagine uh, as we go through the next four or five years, as uh, uh, Miami gets better, they got the furthest way to go, Florida's getting better. It looks to me like that in the next three, four, five years, the state of Florida and the three major players down there uh, will return to prominence and we'll have the same old competitive nature uh, like we used to see 10, 15 years ago. Uh, Georgia 37-14 over Tech, Alabama 49, Auburn 27, South Carolina 31, Clemson 30, uh, Spencer Rattler. I'll tell you, the last two weeks, he looks like the quarterback he was billed to be coming out of high school. Yeah, whole different kind of guy. Completely different kind of guy. Little Beamer ball. Yeah, buddy. And Texas A&M, <laughs> 38, LSU 23. So. <clears throat> oh, goodness. They got great players, or supposedly great players at A&M. They decided to play one week. Yeah. And look what they could do. <laughs> All right, Purdue 30, Indiana 16. That got them into the title game against Michigan. Shootout of the week, unfortunately, Preston, 51-48, Texas Tech over OU. Kansas State, 47, Kansas, 27. So, kind of sets everything up for the um, um, conference championships. In Conference USA, <clears throat> the final standings were San Antonio, 8-0, Trailed big to UTEP. Came back and won like they always do. North Texas 6-2. Western Kentucky 6-2. Middle, UAB, and FAU all 4-4. Four four. Rice 3-5. UTEP 3-5. FIU, La Tech, and Charlotte all finished 2-6. So um, that's a look at the final Conference USA standings. Um, you know, middle... Ties for fourth, um, you know, okay. But, you know, like I said, you, you hope for better in the future. Isn't Charlotte open? Didn't they fire their coach? Yeah, but I think they've already got his replacement, and I can't remember the guy's name. So so we have no openings in Conference USA at this particular time. Well, no. I mean, Willie Taggart, but they're not going to be okay, in Conference yeah. They're not going to be in Conference USA, so no. Well, we really don't. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It looks like there's been a crash north of town. Boy, is it crawling on 24 westbound at Briley Parkway. That's jamming up all that traffic, trying to get back up towards Jolton. Uh, also, a lot of folks are using that route to get back towards Clarksville. Again, a wreck out here north of town. has got traffic at a almost standstill on 24 westbound at Briley. Heavy on the south loop. It's picked up on that traffic also on 40 out through Mount Juliet, Wilson County, but at least it's still moving. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check them out this weekend at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right. Um, UAB will be in the Bahamas Bowl. Of course, Middle Tennessee will be facing San Diego State. Also 7-5 and five in the Hawaii Bowl. San Diego State got off to a bad start this year, but it's uh, finish their year strong. Typically a very good team. Yeah, they've been very competitive uh, in the conference. They're in the whack, right? Yeah. Uh, so they've, uh, yeah, they've been competitive in the conference and fun to watch. Most famous alum? Remind me. Marshall Falk. Correct. Yeah. Marshall Falk there. So, all right, let's talk about the Oakland Patriots. They're in finals again, Monty. Going for a three-peat, never been done in six A. Uh, took care of um, Maribel, you know, pretty easily, thirty-eight fifteen. A lot faster. Not a very fast. Um, Maryville team like they typically are and you know they just killed them on chunk plays and Beach uh, trailed 39-34 came back and beat Bartlett 50-39 to so you've obviously got two explosive offenses uh, Beach has got a kid named Johnson that is a he's a home run hitter like Oakland does I mean this this could be a shootout or if a team um um, who plays, obviously plays the best defense and can get a stop here or there, uh, is probably going to win it. Um, yeah, I would think that, you know, uh, turnovers and uh, the team that gets the most stops will be the team that wins. Just what you're talking about, playing, playing defense will be a critical key. 
Um, but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, you know. Before the playoffs started, I picked this game because I like be I like Beach in that they they've got the pieces to the puzzle, and they're a twenty five seniors maybe on that team. It's like they were built for this run this year. Now whether they got the ho- enough horses that remains to be seen, but I expect a good game. Yeah, I do too. You know, and, and even though this is uh, Beach's second year playing in the largest, uh, in the highest level, high school football in Tennessee, they have plenty of experience uh, being in the playoffs in this position in 5A. Yeah, uh, they won a couple state titles. Do what? They won a couple state titles. Yeah, this is nothing new. You know, this isn't new to them getting to this experience and how to manage the team. Uh, it's just a different level. And, you know, i against a pretty historic opponent. I don't think Anthony Crabtree, a former MTSU football player, by the way, uh, get too intimidated. I, you know, I believe he'll coach his kids, get them ready to play, and they'll have a good game plan. So uh, I believe this could be a very competitive ball game. It was funny. Uh, Anthony sounded a lot like Boots yesterday or the, <laughs> or the day before. He's like, yeah, we're really excited about going. You know, everybody was you know, asking questions about it's going to be a close game. He goes, you know, I don't know if it'll be close or not. He goes, I just hope hope we got enough thoroughbreds to bring with us, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of downplaying it. Yeah. And then Creasy on the back end, oh, this is this is an outstanding team. They do a great, you know, all that, you know, you're, right. you're good old coach. Uh, speak for it, but it does have all the earmarkings for a great game, I think. I would agree. Before we move on to our picks, um, Titans play at um, um, Philadelphia Sunday. What about uh, former Blue Raider, just played here last year, Reed Blankenship with his first pick. You can tell his kids and grandkids it was off Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. Well, he read it. It was a good, really good play by him. He saw it coming, broke on the ball, and and made the play. I, he it was an outstanding play, and as he just said, Bonnie, what a way to get your first interception. Um, the funny thing, did you happen to see the interview of him after the game? Uh, brief parts of it. <laughs> he forgot. You know, he could have got up and run. <laughs> Right, and, and then, you know, typically whoever makes that play, they, you know, the defense runs down to the other end zone and they have their little choreographed, you know, celebration. He didn't have anything. He said, "I didn't know what to do." <laughs> he goes, "I'll get with so and so on that for next time." <laughs> well, just get up, hand the ball to the official, and act like you've done it before. Yeah, but. You know, that's why he made that team. He's a smart football player. You mentioned he, how, he, how he made a really good read. He's a smart football player. Well, you know, Monty Dwight Stone stayed in the league a long time. And one of the reasons he stayed, multiple reasons why he stayed, was he was great in the locker room. He played special teams without complaining about it and worked his fanny off every day at practice. And, uh, you know, when you get that kind of attitude, with that work ethic and great in the locker room, 
those people will keep you around. All right, you ready to make some picks? How do we stand? I think it was down at one this past weekend. Yeah, you're down eight. I think that was the one that I. You're down seven. Picked. Yes. As I stay 100% on the negative of those moves. All right. Uh, North Texas at San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, they're about due to lose, but not this week. No. K State at TCU. I think that I'm, ta- I'm taking K- TCU money after. Uh, I think they have a great view of what what they're headed for if they take care of their business, and they made an example of Iowa State this past weekend. Yeah, sixty-two eighteen. Iowa State will be a more uh, difficult opponent. Fresno State at Boise State. I'm taking Boise. I'm gonna take Fresno. Boise didn't look so good earlier in the year, but they've kind of righted the ship. LSU, Georgia. Bulldogs. Bulldoggies. Central Florida at, or UCF at Tulane. I'm taking Tulane. They go on the road and win at Cincinnati. That's tough. I'm taking Tulane also. Clemson, North Carolina in Charlotte. You know, North Carolina, God bless them, has problems stopping people. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson, but I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I am, too. Um, Purdue, Michigan. (laughs) Michigan. Michigan. I agree. Don't have a letdown, though. Purdue can put up some points. They can. Got to be careful with them. Uh, They're always well-prepared. All right, uh, we've got Beach versus Oakland. Money, I need to win a game somewhere because I need to make up eight somewhere along the way. Uh, and I think this will be a really close ball game. Nobody's won three in a row. I'm picking Beach. Boy, just won't learn your lesson. <laughs> Probably not, but I'm going with my man Crabtree. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Creasy's Patriots. No surprise. Well, there we go. All right, Preston, fun as always. We'll talk to you next week. We'll really be able to settle some things. Yes, sir. All right, have a good one. You too. That's Preston O'Neill joining us today. That'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.